Happy Valentine's Yay. Day. <laughs> Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Workwives, my name is Antoinette. I'm from Pittsburgh. Okay, I'll start here. I'm struggling to find a job. I was laid off in September, and a friend recommended your episode on resume writing and batch applying, but I'm still not getting anywhere. I'm so disheartened and I'm really not sure what to do next or how long I can keep doing this before I go work at Starbucks or McDonald's. Do you two have anything else I can do? Internet, that's hard. Yeah. I'm really sorry. It, it, yeah, it sucks. The job market right now is kind of shit because everyone's realized they can't just like batch hire and batch layoff, right? We are not having it. No, we've gone through, we've gone through the cycle a couple of years in a row. We're like, oh, let's just like hire everyone in mass and then let's lay off everyone in mass. No, no. And, yeah. Investors no. are just like, absolutely fucking not. We're not doing that again. Like figure out another. And what they're doing, thankfully, is they're forcing the companies they invest in to like meet the P&L a different way. Great. Because this is too traumatic, like for the yeah. bottom line as a business and for morale of the country. So like the when I say the job market shit, it's because companies are being forced to like hire and fire better, right. which which just means they're looking for more senior people. They're being more specific in their job application or job recs, which means they're being more picky in their hiring. Like and, and it's a competitive field again instead of a non-competitive field. But too uncompetitive means we're just hiring a bunch of people and then we're laying them off six months later. Right, so right. I don't know. It's six of one, half dozen of the other, whether it's a good or bad job market these days. Yeah. We're not going to talk much more about this part of your question, Antoinette, but I do want to just tell you that you should seriously like live within your means. And if that means working at Starbucks or McDonald's, please, please do it. Yeah. Like that, that's $15 a an hour. Perfectly reasonable option, especially mm-hmm. to keep you, um, keep, keep you in the black while you're in this really unfortunate shitty time um of unemployment and and like for me to keep me sane i need to be able to get out of the house house. engage with people be feeling like i'm doing something meaningful like get move the field move the field down the ball i mean whatever (laughs) (laughs) we suck at sports metaphors move the ball down the field right so like there's no shame in that i i say do it pick up an extra shift somewhere and like that work is flexible which is so nice so like you could only do early morning shifts like six to three Great. Right? Do that. Apply for jobs from three to six. Yep. hundred percent. With that in mind, what we want to talk to you about is, is a, and it's an aspect that a lot of people, I don't know if they just don't know how to tap into it or treat it as a last resort, but I think it should be treated as a first resort and that's your network. If you want bite-sized information on how to get more out of your daily corporate grind, follow us on Instagram at ask your work All right, Antoinette, we're going to provide a little bit of hope, a little bit of tactical advice. And hopefully a good laugh, because frankly, like, (laughs) you might need it, and I definitely need it. I think we all need it. (laughs) When it comes down to getting a job, it is really about who you know. 
in the same way the dating exists. Oh God. Right. <laughs> Happy Valentine's <Yay>. Day. <laughs> I forgot about that. Wait, wait, wait. What's the connection? <laughs> She's like, quickly, quickly, get me out of dating. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, gonna lose you. Sit in this a little longer. <laughs> No one is out here finding love on a dating app. No one. The apps are designed to keep you from finding someone who you could actually have a relationship with offline. Fuck. Okay, wait. Okay. Quick pop quiz. How did you meet the person with whom you had the last meaningful relationship? Work. Yeah, I met mine, a friend of a friend. Yeah. Like legitimately in person, uh-huh. outside in the world. Mm-hmm. Doing something. Yeah, yeah like same. I, like the less, let's see. And the one before that I knew from high school. From college, from college, from college, college. There you go, from college, college. <laughs> yeah, the one before that, this was, he broke up with me on 4th of July, which was not a vibe. Pass. Um, <laughs> he was like, he was like tangentially related to a vendor. That's, oh, that's how we met. So also yeah. kind of work? Yeah, kind of work. Okay. And then before that. I met mine before that at church. Oh yeah, church. So like I met a couple at church, yeah. um, community stuff. Um, one was like, one was like also sent me through work, but like friend of a friend of work friend kind of thing like at a social event like I was a social event because the work friend invited me to it like because we became friends outside work kind of thing um yeah that's kind of it 100% of our relationships yeah and like all of my best friends Mm. when when did you meet a best friend online oh in fact I do have a couple friends that I met online (laughs) you'll die for this oh my god what take me back to 2006 Twitter has just started I refuse to call it X Twitter has just started uh-huh. and like, it was just such a pure unadulterated time. And so you went to go like, we developed hashtags like as an audience for like Twitter, it would be nice to be able to sort through the, all these conversations mm. like, Oh, we could hashtag them. We're like, cool. Great. Love it. Thank you. Crushed it. So I found the hashtag that was my university and just started like, f- like having conversations with cool people. There's girl like doing a history chat every Tuesday nights. So oh, we jump on, like have a live chat about like fun history things, whatever, whatever we decided. Cause I'm an extrovert. I decided to have a meetup of all these people at my house. So that was legitimately the last time I met people online first and then met up with them at my house. But that was an immediate like met online, met in person situation. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. And then we became friends. I'm still friends with all of them. Um, In fact, one of those guys tried to date me now that I think about it. So we're still still dating. dating Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So So in corporate America, as she's going to bring it back. God damn it. Uh, we've, we're, we now cannot leave the outline. Um, we are here <laughs> just like friends and dating are all about who, you know, finding a job is also about who, you know, it really is. And like, what's interesting is, you know, me, I, you know, sometimes interview for content right now. I'm in one of those cycles and <laughs> <laughs> I love, just with her, I love getting the reports on what she just like, Happens to learn about a random company via an interview. Yeah. Process that she's now in final rounds of like, wow. <laughs> my favorite. Wow. Thing, wow. My favorite thing to do is like interview at a company's competitors <laughs> oh, yeah. to get competitive intelligence about what they're doing, That's what smart. their processes are, That's like smart. who, like who their clients are. The NDAs go out the window and I'm like, you guys, and it's fine. I'm not doing that this round. This is literally just like, I wonder what this, I wonder what finding a job in this market is like. Yeah. So I, I too have been applying for things and just seeing what it's like, see if I can get any traction. And it wasn't until like a friend of mine brought this. She knows that I'm doing this right now. She brought me this direction. She's like, Hey, this sounds like something that could be fun. Mm. I want to know what this other department and my company knows. 
Okay, so say less. It is competitor research, yeah. is what but I'm also hearing. like, oh, this is a fun. She's like That's hilarious. She's like, I'll refer you. I was sure. like, oh, so suddenly I have like, let's let's figure out how easy this is as a referral, right? Okay, okay. So the the job description is looking for paid media, uh-huh. like they want a paid media planner. Okay, I have done paid media tangentially for several years really truly for about a year and it was really truly facebook and linkedin okay so like based on the job description i'm not really a fit i could probably fake it really well okay okay but like they're really looking for based on this job description they're looking for someone who's just going to come in and own all of their paid media and that's all they do they're not involved in the strategy part they're not involved in the back end the reporting part they're just like plugging shit into facebook okay probably youtube like some ott like the, like i've done it i've strategized it like i i tend to outsource this to other people on our team um because i don't like to do it but like really truly it was my only job for about a year okay, okay. um so i'm like okay this is this is an interesting case study for me because like do i have a little bit of the skills that they're looking for yes but i want to test the strength of like the friend referral right okay so your resume might not like be exactly what they would look for yeah but would your, your hypothesis or your question going in is like, would the referral be able to overcome the resume? Yeah, totally. Okay, right. interesting. Okay, Welcome so. Welcome to the interviewing for content. Right? Oh my God. <laughs> this is, this is what you do for fun. fun. <laughs> Meantime, I wake up at four o'clock in the morning at a podcast. So I'm, I, I think I'm boring. Yeah, I was like more boring actually. Pot I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, right. um, so I, I went down this interview path and out the gate, the first, the recruiter, the first call First, I'm happy to report half an hour recruiter call, hiring manager call, other senior member of the team call. You know what I mean? Like it's exactly how we say it goes. Yeah, yes, turns exactly. out that hasn't changed. Yeah. Um, but the recruiter straight out of the gate says, so your resume is not really a fit. First of all, I blanched a little bit and I was like, oh, call it out so soon. <laughs> but then, then at some point you just have to call it the elephant in the room. I was like, yep, uh, you got me. Absolutely. And I'll tell you why this might be more interesting to you than a straight media planner and so you kind of read her in on the things your resume couldn't account totally, for totally right so i like i i showed her all the holes in my resume okay gave her language because recruiter's job is to like suss out whether this person's worth our time mm-hmm. and then report back to the hiring manager whether it's worth our time or not right yeah so i gave her some language whereby she could tell the hiring manager okay i know this isn't looking like a fit but one it's a referral and two here's why you should take a look at it right okay so then i get to the hiring manager Oh, she says this most gorgeous sentence. She's like, if you weren't a referral from so-and-so, I would never have looked at your resume. Well, fuck. Mm-hmm. She said that to me in an interview. <laughs> I was like, interviewing for content, done. <laughs> Hypothesis proven. Then I get to the second round interview, like with another senior member of the sure, team, right? Okay. Like, so kind of the hiring manager's lateral, right? Yes. And she says the same thing. She's like, she's like, you're interviewing for which job on her team? I was like, oh, the media planner. She's like, that's not what your resume says, but I'll tell you my resume is the same way. And huh. I got in here on a referral and I was like, huh? Okay. So interesting. So now I'm like three layers deep in this situation. I think they're giving me an offer next week. And I got to figure out <laughs> oh how to like, my say no. you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, but like that referral is a fucking fast track. You know what I mean? Like my, my friend probably shouldn't have told me this, but she's like, there's only three people left. There were hundreds of resumes and you're in this final round with these final three people. And I know there's three because without a resume to match, HR always has to have three. Jim, like I don't, I don't know. It's like there's the law be, of third. I don't know. It's like fucking gravity. But yeah, like okay, it's wild to me that like 
we got so far on the strength of referral alone. Now this person inside her company, she's doing fantastic. So I think she has like the right amount of visibility and impact to like, listen, if she's going to make a referral, it's going to be a fucking good one. Do you know what I mean? So that friend's referral counts for something clearly. Totally. totally. So it can't just be kind of like a willy nilly referral. Like I've seen yeah. people in like networking groups that are like, Hey, does anyone work at this like big four company? Could you refer, refer me? for refer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I don't think that's as strong, but when it comes from like a, someone in the organization who is respected, has their shit together, is producing and they refer someone, right? Then it, then it becomes this like magic that I have, mm. I've never had an interview. Fast track to an offer. Yeah. Like so, so much so. Like I've, I've usually had to do some pretty hefty convincing. Mm-mm, did not, did <sighs> not. So Antoinette, like I'm going to, I'm going to bring this all the way back to you. Let's go look at your network. So like forget the jobs you're just willy nilly applying for. Who do you know? Are any of them hiring? Are any of them aware of other people in their network that are hiring and what are they hiring for? Because I guarantee you have a skill somewhere that someone needs. And that one of your people in your network knows about Mm -hmm. and can vouch for. Yeah. It might not be the next position you're looking for. It might not be a linear or lateral move through your resume, but guess what? You need a job. Yeah. So it's time to figure out who has a job for you. This is a bridge, classic bridges and chasms Mm -hmm. from public relations, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you happen to be a chasm. You happen to be a problem right now. You need a job, right? <laughs> Someone out there has a bridge made just for you. It might not be what you're looking for, which, what you're expecting, but someone's got one mm. and it's time to go ask. And it's, it's a hard, like, I, I can't even tell you how true this statement is. It's very hard for me to ask for help. Like very hard for me to ask for help. So this is going to be an exercise in humility for you to like go to your friends yeah. And go to your former coworkers and go to your former mentors and tell them I've been unemployed for six months and I need your help finding a new job. It's going to suck, but you have to do it because your network is the strongest thing that'll just bypass all these weird hoops that you have to jump through. Right. And it's the only way to overcome a really terrible job market, which is what we're in right now. Antoinette, we've talked a ton about growing and strengthening your network on this podcast. Yeah, we have. I think it's our favorite thing. <laughs> we kind of, kind of love it. And uh, we've given advice for introverts. We've given advice for how to find a networking group. We've given advice for how to not be starstruck during networking. Extroverts need no help. So all the, all the, you guys are doing fine. Um, I'm going to list off a bunch of episodes for you to yeah, kind of refer to. And we'll talk a little bit more about what to do with them and a couple other pieces of advice. But in terms of Ask Your Work Life networking episodes, it's episode 44, 49. 54, 81, and 98. Wow, that's like a mini series. Yeah, it's just like a, <laughs> yeah, it's like an arc, a little mini, mini arc there. Uh, take a listen. Um, let us know if you have follow-up questions from those networking episodes. And as you're needing to get yourself out of the house, this this can be part of your practice. Totally. And they, they walk through, if you haven't heard them before, um, they walk through how to find good networking groups, what to do at networking groups, how to follow up with someone you met at a networking group, mm-hmm. how to not be intimidated when you're meeting people that are, We'll call it because this dating metaphor is going to continue out of your league at a networking <laughs> okay, group. Great, right? Okay, great. Okay. Like it goes through all of that. So like that's your homework. And and I love what you said, Holland. Like this is a good, also a good way to get out of the house. Get get your makeup on, do your hair, and let's fuck some shit up. At a networking event. <laughs> Casual. <laughs> but business. <laughs> Internet, our heart goes out to you. This fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. Any job is good for you at this point. And the better ones will come with better connections. 
So get out there and network and let us know how we can help. You can send us another email and let us know what you're looking for. Got a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. I knew a Vanessa with one end. I only have one end. I mean, I'm sorry, with two ends. <laughs> I knew a Vanessa with one S. Oh. Yes. But also one N, right? She also had only one N. I've, yes. I've seen one N, one S. I've seen yeah. one N, two S's. That's me. Right. I've seen two N's, two S's. I've never seen two N's, one S. No, that'd be Only chaotic. when I misspelled my name. <laughs> chaotic. Bad. Yeah, chaotic. Bad. Are you still here? Like, still here? Are you here now? Why do I feel like we have a Ouija board in the room? <laughs> do you? Maybe, I wouldn't be surprised if you, you know, did. I'm sad that I don't, but it still begs the question, is our listeners still here? Because if they are, I think they should rate, review, subscribe. You know why? Helps other people find this podcast. Mm. Rate, review, subscribe.